Hello, my name is Kiana W. Mitchell, and I am a singer, songwriter, podcaster, and relationship coach. I am also a Christian who for years grew up in a religion that taught me to fear God instead of have a relationship with God. It wasn't until I lost my religion and developed a relationship with God that I was able to understand how much God really loved me. Each one of us have a story to tell about how we found God. Each one of us have taken a different path and a different journey to find God. So join me as we go on a journey through interviews and music to discover how people find God. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Finding God Podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. This week on the Finding God Podcast, we are going to be listening to one of our fan favorite episodes. I absolutely love this particular episode because our guest, Diane, was so relatable and honest in her interview. This interview allowed us to talk about the fear of being rejected by God and how God loves us so much that there is nothing or anything that we could ever do that could take us away from God's love. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as I love doing this interview. Hello, Diane. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to interview with me. I truly, truly appreciate that. Oh, I'm glad to be here. I, I wanted to do it. It was interesting to me. <laughs> well, I have some questions I want to ask you and just answer okay. however you want to answer. Okay. So the first okay. thing I want to find out from you is um, how was your childhood like? What was that like when you were a kid? I had a good childhood. Uh, I grew up uh, being the youngest of like four. Uh, I, I was saying I was the oops because my brothers and sisters were 12, 14 and 15 years older than me. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. And, um, I had both my mother and father in the home and, um, my mother was a school teacher and my father, uh, painted and did things like that. And like, wool, like we took a two week vacation every summer and usually went somewhere and, um, just a really normal childhood. Uh, Sundays were in church. Um, I grew up uh, AME, so you don't hear it much, but it's, I mean, especially when you come south, because now I'm in Texas, so yeah. But uh, I went to St. Paul right there in Pleasantville, New Jersey, every oh, Sunday, wow. so yeah. So what were, I mean, what were some things that you learned about God as a child? Okay, so as a child, I knew that Jesus Christ had died for our sins. Mm -hmm. I knew that like some of the 10 commandments thou now, you know, don't steal, don't kill, don't lie, you know, just, <laughs> you know, some of the basics, you know, and, and, uh, my, my mother always would tell us that, you know, God sees everything and, uh, you should treat people in a manner you want to be treated. Cause that's how he would expect us to treat people. And, that's how I grew up. And so I believed in God at an early age, you know, but I don't think I had a relationship with him. 
So what was like your view or what was your perspective of him? Were you afraid of him? Did you love him? Like, what was that? How did, what was your perception being as small and as young as you were of God? I probably had more fear of him. Yeah. I would definitely think uh, if I had to pick something, it would definitely be fear. And somewhere, somewhere in the line, I kind of didn't really feel worthy of his love. So I, I was always battling that. And then I was, I was like, right after high school, I got pregnant. Well, yeah. And that really threw me off. And so there was a stretch where, I mean, I remember the whole pregnancy. I read John 14, that whole entire pregnancy, because it was a disappointment to my family and, you know, the way I have been brought up, but, you know, we mustered it up and we got married and everything, but it just, I don't know. It took, you know, I was always feeling like, oh my God, you know, I messed up and this, I'm, I'm just not worthy. Yeah. And did your parents say anything to let you know differently or like, how was their reaction? What did they think? It just wasn't discussed. You know what I mean? I get it. Like, like it just, it just wasn't discussed. So I kind of went through half of my, probably until my thirties. Yeah. Wow. Battling it. Yeah. You know, just battling it. And I know it caused me to have a weakness in my faith for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's understandable though. Cause I mean, if all we were taught as kids, you know, is, you're going to get in trouble for this. That God's going to be mad at you for this. Yeah. When you do yeah. something that you feel is like so out of the realm of his love or whatever, yeah. you're just like, oh my goodness, what have I done? And then you try to, yeah, I totally get yeah. how, that, how that plays yeah. out or whatever. Yeah, you feel like you got that scarlet A on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just walking with it. Yeah. But yeah, so based yeah. on what you're saying about how you thought you weren't worthy and how you battled that for years, like what was that like? those years when you're feeling that way like were you trying to make things up to God were you just like well forget it I'm done because I can't get this right anyway I still forged forward I you know my children were christened they were baptized I took them to church um I remember when we were out in San Diego you know they didn't have AME so I that's when I kind of switched from AME to Baptist right and I went to this church. It was called Bayview Baptist. And so it was a big church, you know, I had a big choir and everything. So I was still moving forward with my Christianity in the way that, okay, I grew up in the church. My children are going to grow up in the church and that's, you know, but I still, I still didn't have that. Mm, that one-on-one okay how how we talk about you should be able to just talk to him and and I didn't have that still Mm -mm. when did you come to the point where you just realized something is wrong I gotta change something um 
So I was, we had gone to Japan because my husband's in the military. I must have been in my 30s or so. And my daughter had done this thing called uh, Vida Nueva. And they took her, somebody sponsored her to go. Okay. And on that Sunday, we had to go up to where they were and just kind of like a little ceremony they gave them after, at the end of it. Right. So I get up there and all these young kids are on fire for God. Like I've never wow. seen before. Like they're coming up and they're talking about the weekend and they're just on fire for God. And I'm like, what the, like, what is going on? Like, so I was like, what? So then one of the parents that was, that had sponsored her said, well, you know, we have a weekend for adults too. And do you think you would be interested in going? And I said, well, yeah, because it has sparked my interest. You know, these yeah. young kids in, in three days are this fired up for God. Like, what yeah. happened? You know? Yes. Yeah. So she sponsored me to go. And I went up there on top of, I always say I found God on top of Okatama Mountain in Japan. That those three days... I found out that one, I found out God's journey. Yes. I didn't know his journey. And then two, once I found his journey and we talked, like they did that, that passage, how he came through the streets and how they were dragging him and they were beating him and all that. And I realized then Oh my God. So he, the love he had for us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just to go through all that. Yeah. And then, and then we had this ceremony and I'll never forget because the lady said during the ceremony, it was a big bonfire. And uh, she said, write three of what you feel or your worst sins down. Oh, wow. And, and I said, I didn't even want to write my sins because I was like, boy, we got to talk about what? You know, she was like, she kept like reassuring us, you know, she was like, no, 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 no. I, w I just want you to write it. I'm going to give you a piece of paper. I'm going to give you three pieces of paper and, and a pen and you're just going to write it down and fold it up. And at the, she said, okay, everybody come to the fire. Everybody come up to this bonfire. And ran up to the bonfire. She said, throw, throw them in there. And she That's said, amazing. they're gone. That's amazing. So that analogy, it was an, an analogy that I was like, and I remember just crying, like weight had been lifted off of me. Wow. You know, crying. And um, the next morning we get up and we're going to breakfast. I tripped and sprained my ankle. And they were going to send me back. And this, one of the guys came and I was like, I don't want to go back. I want to stay my weekend. And he said, well, ask God to help you. I said, what? He goes, when we get a break, 
and you go back to your room, ask God to help you. He said, people don't have to lay hands on you. You can lay hands on yourself. I said, what? He said, yes. And then he said, why would you, like, why didn't you ask him? Like, just have a conversation with him. And I went back to that room and and I did it. And when I, I laid hands on that ankle and I heard something just go pop. Wow. And And after that, I could bear weight on it. I could, everything. Oh, and amazing. I- so I had all these like just profound moments happening. And I was like, what in the world? Who is this? Like, who, like, who, like I, I, I got it. Mm-hmm. I finally got it. And, and we, and, you know, we had that discussion about that worthiness thing. And uh, I had a lady come during the weekend and she, when she did this whole breakdown with me about what if you are a child of God, like everybody's child of God, like we all fall short. Like we're we're all nobody is that's why that was the whole purpose of the cross. Like he already knew we were gonna fall short, you know. And so when I started getting that and I started just I don't know, something happened and I felt that spirit over me. And I got a peace and it, it has never left me. That's amazing. Even now I'm not going to say that I haven't had times when I'm trying get angry or something, but that peace that happened to me that weekend, it never left me because it was different because I realized God's love for me. Yeah. And I realized that I was worthy of that love. Definitely. Yeah. So in that moment, yeah. like what are some things that you unlearned? Because it sounds like you you had learned a lot of things one way, but then you realized that this well, is not true. That church had nothing to do with it. Right. That um that uh your spirituality is within you. That you can just get up and talk to God and he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh you can ask him for the things you want. Yes, you can. You can you can pray. You don't have to have a special time for it. Like you can call and, and in the times when you can't pray, you can just say, help me, Jesus. And he, he knows already. So I, I think I, I learned all that fear is, is, it's not what God wanted for us, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Hell and damnation. It's not what God wanted for us, you know. No, definitely not. And and I I also learned that He wanted happiness for us, and He wants us to be happy here before the afterlife. Yeah. You know, I, like He doesn't want us to be in misery. He doesn't want to be sad. Like, so you know, I try to when I talk about God, I try to stay on the positive because mm-hmm. I always say. God doesn't want us to be deemed and marked and he's not a punishing God. Now he may be a God of consequences, Mm -hmm. but he's not a punishing God. And it's amazing he said that because um, even when you talk about consequences, it's like even when we go through consequences, I think it's amazing that he helps us through the consequences that we 
from our own actions. Like he helps us with our own mess and he yes, helps us yes, <laughs> for yes, our own problems. Well, we create our own issues, but he's still there. Yeah, we created our own, but he's yes. still there. We created the mess. And he just yes, comes and cleans yes. it back up and be like, okay, try it again. <laughs> try it again. Try it again. Try it again. Yeah. I I can't the, the I just can't like even describe it like I my relationship now, you know, I do go to church, but mm-hmm. if I don't go to church, I don't I, I don't really even go to church for my relationship with God. Right. It's more like the fellowship and to hear the music and da 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 da. <laughs> yeah. My relationship with God can't nobody take because it is here with me. Exactly. Yeah. And that's no, I different. That. Yeah. Because I mean, if you think that you have to go to church, then it's a way I think that it keeps you from really forming that relationship that you need to have just with God because you think you got to work to do all these other things. But I know we don't have to work for God's love. I was reading. When was it? The other day in John, nope. and he's like, God is love, and he was talking about all his characteristics, and he's like, even if we didn't love him, he loved us first, even before we loved him. So I'm just like, okay, so even if we chose not to love God, he still loves us, and he will yes. still watch he out still for us, us, and yes. still look out for us, even for yes. the people who don't even believe yes. he exists, he still watches out for them, and protects yes, them, he's just still like he doing does everybody yes. else. So yes. it just goes to show you that God yep. just loves us, like, Regardless of what we do, how we act, what yeah. we say, he loves us and he will. That unconditional. Yeah. Yes. No, that's, that's deep. Absolutely. I agree. Now I try yeah. to do the same thing you do. Yeah. Like when I talk to people, I don't, I don't really tell them, I don't say anything negative because my father-in-law has this thing where he's like, the Bible, God is just about good news. And that's true. Because if you think about it, when you read the Bible, it's just about his love for us and only good things. So why would I tell somebody Oh, well, you're going to go to hell if you don't do that. Because if they yes. have a relationship with God and they're talking to him, then if they're doing something that they probably should not be doing, God will help them get through that. Yes. Most people, yes. I noticed that we do things we shouldn't do just because it's a form of either acting out or because of things that's happened to us in the past. It's yes. like, once you think about it, it's like most people do things as a reaction of something that's occurred or yes. they're acting out. They're not just waking yes. up and like, I'm just going to be bad today. I'm just going to be mean. I'm just going to do whatever. Nope. That's not how that works out. And it's, I'm glad yes. God understands us. And he sees yes. where people are hurting because we may think someone's a jerk, yes. but they could actually be hurting. And God knows yep. this and he sees that. Yep. And yep. so he judges, he doesn't look at people or even us the way the world looks at us or people looks at us. He looks at us like, these are my kids. I love yep. them. He sees what we are going to be while we're yes. working toward being what he called us to be. What is your favorite thing about God? It would definitely have to be his love for me mm-hmm. and his ability to love me even when I'm not, <laughs> even when I'm falling short. So what advice would you give to someone who maybe? feel like they need something more they're kind of looking for God but don't know exactly where to start to find him like what advice would you give that kind of person first I would probably tell them to go get like go get a bible go get um there's another book called knowing God that is a is a really good book good read Mm -hmm. and uh and get your bible and get in it like but just like a plain English bible not that one that says be thou and then 
and start reading it. Because the one thing that I don't think people realize is if you read that Bible, guess what? There's love stories in that Bible. Yes, there is. There's war in that Bible. There's there's so many stories that we don't even know. And if we if we start reading it and then just start talking to him, just but you gotta know that there's an entity out there. You know what I mean? I know. And um and then pray. Just pray to him, talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know, ask him to reveal himself to you. Well, thank you so much for yeah. sharing your story. What an amazing interview. My favorite part of the interview was when Diane talked about how for years she carried around shame and guilt and thought that God did not love her and that she needed to get God's approval. I also like how she talks about how she found God while she was up on a mountain in Japan and how she was able to begin having a relationship with God. The relationship that she began to have with God was one that was based out of love and not fear. So many people feel that God's love for us is conditional and that if we do something that makes God mad with us, or if we do something that makes God angry with us, he'll punish us or that he'll give up on us. But you know what? That's not the case. God loves us no matter what we do and regardless of what we would ever do. There is nothing that we could ever do that would take us out of God's love. God's love for us is unconditional. God loves us when we are at our best and when we are at our lowest moments or at our worst. God is always there for us and his love for us is, as I said before, unconditional, which means there are no conditions. He just loves us because he is love. So if you are feeling as if God is mad at you or if he does not love you, let me assure you that God is not mad at you and that he does love you. The song that we're going to listen to today is called God Loves Me. And it's a song that I wrote to remind myself of how much God loves me. The song is written by me, but it's sung by an amazing artist named Tamara Bodie. I hope this song reminds you how much God actually loves you.
what I know I should say, but he loves me. I don't always do what I know I should do, but he loves me. I say no when he says yes, he loves me. I turn my back on him, but he loves me. I'm so glad, I'm so glad Jesus loves me. I know for the Bible it tells me so he loves me he loves me oh God loves me yes he does yes he does I'm so grateful for the love of Jesus I'm so grateful for loves me Jesus loves me unconditionally Ooh, yeah. loves me oh Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today and listening to another inspirational story of how people find God. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and to make sure you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the show so that you can let me know how much you are enjoying the podcast. If you would like to get in contact with me, all of my contact information can be found in the show notes and all you have to do is click on the links below and you will definitely be able to get in contact with me. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, click on the email address in the show notes and let me know that you would like to be a guest and I will make sure that I get in contact with you and schedule a day and time for you to record an interview. If you would like to submit music to the podcast, click on the email address in the show notes and send me an email letting me know that you would like to submit a song to the show. In this email, send me a picture, a short bio, and an mp3 of the song that you would like to submit to the podcast. I think that is all for now, so until we meet again next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. I'm winning, can't tell me